Dan Miller, he is the voice of your Detroit Lions. He's standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Dan, a great call. I heard uh, the third quarter last night, her branches pick six by you. That was awesome. Unbelievable night for everything connected to the Lions and everybody. Yeah, it was. Uh, thank you, number one. Number two, it was, look, you had to find a way to come out of there with a win. We know what that meant to this team. And if you saw that coaching staff after the game or saw that you know, group of players in that locker room after the game, you know what it meant. And you can talk about who wasn't there, who was there, or whatever. But one way or the other, somebody was walking off that field with a win. And it's a whole lot better uh, to go back to work coming off a victory than it would have been if they'd let that get away. So it uh, wasn't perfect. They did what they had to do. And the best thing about this league is when you can win and then go back to work and get better. And you get the break, so they'll get a few days, I think, to kind of recharge uh, the bodies. And then Seattle in the opener and Barry getting his statue out front. I can just imagine uh, what that noise is going to be like uh, inside Ford Field a week from Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be insane. I mean, it already was going to be. These fans are already fired up, as, as witnessed by the fact that they've you know sold out season tickets for the first time ever at Ford Field. It's it's going to be a heck of an atmosphere. I mean, when that home team comes running out of that tunnel, it's going to be loud and it's going to be awesome. I mean, and yeah, let me tell you something. It was pretty cool last night. There was a lot of blue in the stands in Kansas City. Uh, there were some people that uh, coughed up some money on the secondary market to get those tickets away from Chiefs fans, and it made a difference. There were some Lions fans there, and it, uh, at the end of the game in particular, when you saw them just ringing the back of the Lions bench, it, w- it was amazing. So those fans showed up last night, and they will massively show up on Sunday. Yeah, if you watch a TV replay, Dan, what was stunning, and I've never heard it from Arrowhead, and there, there have been some big games, and Good fan bases like the Bills or Bengals and, you know, games that would decide who's going to a Super Bowl. The roar of the Lions fans in the fourth quarter when the Lions were making plays to keep them in the game, take the lead, and hold on. Uh, I I said this in my opening huge opinion today. That roar that was coming through uh, the speakers on our TVs or at our sports bars or in the car, that, that was the roar of every Lions fan in this state during that game. Yeah, it was. And it's, uh, look, uh, people, these are great fans who have been through a lot. And I think finally they believe they've got something that's real that they can wrap their arms around. And this team, look, what, again, wasn't perfect last night. Dan Campbell said it after the game and he said it again today. They have a ton to clean up. But the thing in this league is just find a way to win. But, But this roster, man, is just loaded with talented young players. And there's some veterans in there, too, obviously. Guys like Taylor Decker and, and you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson and guys that have been around a little bit. But it is uh, – it, it's, it's really impressive when you look at what they've been able to do in a short period of time to dot that depth chart with talent really at every level on both sides of the ball. And these guys are getting better. And they're learning how to win in this league, many of them. And it's uh, – you know, you look at somebody pointed out last night, their last two wins on the road at Green Bay, mm. at Kansas City. That's that's big stuff. And that makes you better because you put it in your back pocket and it gives you confidence. But um, to your point about the fans, I think they're smart enough that they, they look at this and they say, you know what, I can believe in this thing because I think they've all invested their time in things that they weren't building a solid foundation. This is. 
Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, joining us on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, you know, obviously, Branch's separation speed, he, he looked like a wide receiver uh, returning that pick six when I saw the replay. Uh, but the secondary, I, I was doing the quick math going through the defensive numbers. I, I think the secondary had over 20 combined tackles. So a uh, Lions secondary coming up and making plays, uh, that's been rare in my lifetime, Dan. Yeah, and it's it was just a strange game, too, uh, because, you know, Mahomes is just so unbelievable. He's such a magician back there. He's so elusive back there. And, look, I, I said it after the game, and I'll say it now. Uh, I love the pressure they got on Mahomes. I thought Hutchinson was, was terrific last night. And I think against any other quarterback, that's a five-sack night. And I think if they bring that rush weekly – you won't see that many tackles in the secondary because the quarter isn't, quarterback isn't going to have time to throw. But, yeah, those guys did come up at times and support the run as well, and that was important because that was the first thing they needed to do was try to make Kansas City one-dimensional, not let – you know, Coach just said it a couple minutes ago, not let Pacheco start reeling off big runs and then really making it easier for Mahomes. But um, I like – what I saw from that defense last night, second half, 0 for 7 on third down conversions. Um, they turned it up a notch, and I think there's some really good things happening there. And I think it's 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 going to be something that develops, you know, over the next couple of weeks. They will continue to get better and better. You know, one thing when you talk about Mahomes, and I agree with you, if if it wasn't Mahomes, it, that, that game would have been a blowout last night, I think, that he's 21 of 39, so 18 misses, which really a lot of them were pressure-based, and I know Tony had the butterfingers, uh, but there, there are things we normally don't see that were a carryover. Carryover of that Green Bay win you alluded to, Dan, and now when you add speed and athleticism, and you look at Gibbs, and, and you look at Branch, especially uh, on the pick six, uh, these pieces all fitting together, it is so unlions like but these last two games uh, it has They've changed the future of this franchise, in my mind. They have, and it's, and it's what you have to do in this league to win. It's You have to draft well, and then you have to develop, and they're doing that. And, you know, I, you and I have probably talked about this a million times, that if you don't do that, then you're trying to make your roster out of free agency, which never works. And they're just, look, they tore this thing down to the studs, and... They have built it back up, and it's, it's as much Brad Holmes drafting the right players as it is Dan Campbell and his staff teaching those guys how to play. Not just how to play the system they want, but how to play in this league, how to conduct yourself, all those things. And it's, it, it really is impressive the way that, it, that it's come together. And, you know, that rookie class as a whole really showed up in this game. And I think, even, man, if you didn't come out of that game with the understanding that Jameer Gibbs is going to be really special, I don't know what you were watching because he just needs to get his legs under him a little bit and he's going to be just a problem for opposing defenses. And, you know, Laporta was terrific, had a big block uh, on one of the touchdown plays and caught everything thrown his way. He can run after the catch. We saw what Branch did. Campbell got some run. Uh, it's just an impressive class. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, there's young guys, there's guys that have been here for a minute, and, and putting that together is how you put a team together. And all of that last night without J-Mo, uh, who five more games, you'll see him. Can you imagine the speed on the field with him 
and Gibbs in the lineup. I agree with you. The rookie class, fantastic. Goff's leadership, Campbell's leadership, uh, Holmes' leadership in the front office. Your interview with Sheila Hamp earlier this week, I talked about it uh, in studio with Jeff Risden on Wednesday. I found that to be one of the best owner interviews I've ever heard, Dan. Well done. And Sheila Hamp understands where this franchise is at and what the fans feel and what they want. Well, thank you. And and she was great. And uh, I certainly appreciated her sitting down to do that. Um, Look, I I give her full marks, full credit for understanding when she got the job and and ultimately fired Matt Patricia and, and Bob Quinn. You know what? It would have been easy to just say, okay, I'm going to go find myself a good GM and a good head coach, or what you think is a good GM and a good head coach. She did more than that. She she did a deep dive into the entire organization and found the things that were wrong and then found people, including Chris Spielman, that could help make it right because it, it was not a smooth running organization. It was a fractured organization where people didn't feel like they mattered if they weren't directly involved in the football operation. That had to change, and she did that. And it had to be an all-encompassing thing. It wasn't about just hiring two bodies. It was about, really, culture is the word you hear, and it's true. It's about changing the culture within the organization and getting this thing moving in the right direction so that it, that it operates uh, the way it's supposed to because it um, – it was a critical time, and it would have, like I said, been easy for somebody you know, relatively new in the job to just have somebody tell them, well, this guy's a great GM candidate, this guy's a great head coach candidate, and off you go. I, I applaud her, Rod Wood, Mike Disner, Chris Spielman, for taking it much, much deeper than that. I think they came up with the right guys. I think we all believe that now. Now they just have to go out and prove it on the field. Before I let you go, Dan, uh, I played that uh, locker room soundbite from Campbell things to work on. You mentioned it when we started our conversation. Uh, what do they need to work on before you get to that Seahawks opener at Ford Field? Yeah, Coach just talked about this. He was asked about it a moment ago, and he talked about offensive tempo and then third downs. I mean, they clearly weren't real good on either one of those. I just think the offense felt a little bit disjointed in last night's game. I mean, you look at the at the first drive of the game, you get seven yards on first down, then you end up going three and out. That you, That's... That's not Lions football. That's not what this Lions offense is capable of. I just think it wasn't a great night for the offense, but they really came up big when they needed to. Um, And Jared Goff made some huge throws. So, look, I think there's things all over that they can clean up. I think offensively, just getting back to the continuity that they had and the pace that they had last year that, that really served them well. Um, you know, I thought there were a couple times where they went away from the run a little bit, sticking with that because Montgomery behind those big guys really sets up Jared. Defensively, man, I think there were some really good things. And, and I think a lot of the breakdowns came from just, you know, Mahomes being the unicorn that he is and running around until he finds somebody. You're not going to get a ton of quarterbacks that are going to do that. And, and I love the pressure. I love what they did against the run. That secondary is coming together, so I'm 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 really bullish on what they're doing. I think there's there's a lot of good things happening. I thought I thought last night, uh, just you know, finding that groove with the offense, getting back to work on that, and hitting the ground against a good Seattle defense. That that's going to be one of the things that I'm keeping my eye on. Yeah, hey man, it was an unbelievable night for everybody. I connected the Lions, the Lions fan base across the state and all across the country that made their way. To Kansas City, we're watching or listening to Dan and Lomas and TJ and the crew on the Lions Radio Network. Dan, 
I know you probably didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Appreciate your time here on the Huge Show. Enjoy your weekend. You got it. I appreciate it. Thank you.